You're listening to the Frame 100 Podcast, a show by Brick Filmers for Brick Filmers. And welcome to the Frame 100 Podcast, where the prodigal son has returned. You're listening to episode 18 of the show. I'm Chris, known as Goldbrick Productions, here with Jared, aka Dudebrick. Hello, I am back. Trevor, aka Suited Ninja Nerd Studios. Hello. He's back. Sam, aka Locker74 Productions. Hey Jared, missed you. And Marcus, aka Brick Hat Studios. Our boy has returned from the land of the dead, even though he's not really dead. Inside I am. We Inside all we all are. It's oh okay. no. <laughs> Jared, what's it like to be an adult? Three words. Uh taxes, death, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> he's not wrong. Hmm. He's not so wrong. there is light at the end of the tunnel. Dang, Chris can't even attain one of those. That's the sad part. <laughs> I know. I, I, death and taxes is all I got to work Dang. with. That's... No, you can. Unless I want to drive up to Kalispell. Hey, same here. Can't have okay, Chick-fil-A. quick little quick little tangent story time because Chick Fil A. So there is actually one in Montana in Kalispell. There is. Kalispell is a bajillion hours away from me. <laughs> I don't mind telling you that because that could be anywhere in Montana. Yeah, that's what that's what the state is like. Chris's and so my address friend who's from Kalispell. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna leak your horror film if it existed. Oh, anyway, not getting any footage from me. So, my friend had this great idea for whenever he'd visit Kalispell back home, he'd go to Chick Fil A and just stock up on a whole bunch of those sauce packets, oh and then just redistribute them where <clears throat> we live. And we figured if we did that, we would just make bank. You see how good that sauce is and how you can only get it at Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A. Now, granted, Chick-fil-A sauce is good. we had to figure out, like, we had to, like, figure out a strategy, though, so that way they wouldn't get wise. They wouldn't be like, hey, wait a minute. These same guys keep coming to our restaurant every day picking up sauce packets. Chick- Something must be up. Chick-fil-A didn't care. So we haven't figured... <laughs> oh, I guess it's not a problem anymore. I, I guess uh, we can proceed think, with the plan. I think there's a lot of other things they're more worried about, like, uh, you know, getting money from people. But Not saying uh, uh, my pleasure. Not saying my yeah. pleasure. That's that's number one right there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oof. Not forgetting about okay, it. Okay, let me phrase it this way. I'll pay them for the sandwich, but I'm redistributing the sauce packets. <laughs> that's my plan, at least. And it was on that day that Chris began the Chick-fil-A sauce mafia. Profit. Stonks. I'll make I'll make you an offer you can't refuse. Oh my gosh. Stonks. Call, call, just call me the sauce father. Okay. Oh my we're, god. We're moving we're moving. We are on. done here. We're moving on. We're done. Speaking of things that are done, the Batman trailer. Segway. <laughs> thank so, god. Yeah, thank yeah. god. Frame one hundred, we guarantee horrible segues or your money back. And they don't pay anything, so we don't have to refund. Bingo. Anyways, the Batman teaser trailer in Lego. Perhaps you've heard of it. It was developed by our friend Jeremy, a.k.a. Jorbor. He's over with 12 other animators, one of them being our very own Locker74 Productions. Woo. Our man Sam. At me. Yeah. <laughs> At me. So we went ahead. Don't forget Jared. At him. Don't forget Jared. His, his, his it's okay. I didn't do well, I hardly did Jared, if we recall me. correctly, you didn't animate, but you helped oversee a good portion of the project, right? I did mouth animation, so I guess it does count as animation. Yeah. But oh, it was okay, like so four shots, so. 
One of them was mine. <laughs> well, yes, but actually, no. <laughs> we need answers, Jared. Mm-hmm. Say what? Yeah. So you guys want to quickly describe what it was like in a few minutes? Nothing, of course, that would break your big long NDAs. Yeah, you know, Jeremy the, the massive NDAs, um, been cut millions of dollars on the line. I'm sure. Jared, you yeah, want to go yeah, first? So much sponsorships. You want me to go first? Or I mean, right? overall, it was. It, He's going uh, first. You, you want to go first? You, you talk first, or <laughs> I talk first? Doesn't matter to me. I did the most, so you can. Let's start with you. That, go. That's a good. That's a good Force Awakens reference, but I guess y'all didn't catch that. I'm sad. We, we I did. Just, uh, I didn't. We don't catch references. We, oh, I got it. We don't point things out about the sequel trilogy. We, we don't talk about the sequel point. trilogy here. That's a good point. I respect that answer. I respect that answer. Uh, it was, um, it was a fun time. Uh, I didn't do a whole lot, but Sam did a good majority of the shots, even though that's like nine out of like what, like thirty shots. Sam, I don't know how many were there. Were. Uh, let, me um, let me go look at the shot list actually. I can't but there was oh. a lot of shots, mm-hmm. and just just seeing everything that was done by all all the animators. Um, was incredible to see and it, it all it's amazing how it all just stitched up together and it all looked like it was all produced by one person but I, I, i'm sure it was a surprise for a lot of people that to see you know 12 different people in the, in the end credits instead of just one person um it, it was just a cool experience even though i did very minimal but it's just awesome and very heartwarming to see a lot of people respond to it and see a lot of media outlets kind of repost it um even though i kind of experienced that with the skywalker saga and the last jedi recreation i also did with jeremy so it's kind of like we kind of got this thing going where we keep recreating stuff and it gets keeps getting put out by other media outlets so uh, maybe that should be a career i should look into uh, when it comes to recreations (laughs) but uh yeah it was just it was just great i really enjoyed it even though i did hardly anything i need to stress that again i hardly did anything (laughs) I mean, but I, but I did, I, I did have a, a great time chatting with the other guys and kind of seeing the progress of, of each and every shot. Yeah, Jared, Jared did quite. Jared did more, more than he's willing to admit. I, I did not. I did not. I did like five shots um, of mouth animation, and that. <laughs> hey, I mean, he did it for my. He did it. He did it for the my Gordon shot, which. For anybody that doesn't know the Let shots. Let me talk. Okay. What. I, I I was having a hard time with that because like Gordon has a mustache and I was very I wanted to move his mustache along with the mouth but I couldn't figure it out so I, I said screw it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm a sashy why mustache. Yeah, okay, um, all right. Anyway, um, for those of you who don't know, I did most of the crime scene shots except for like what is it like four shots? I did. Yeah. Uh, all, yeah. Yeah. Probably. Sounds yeah, right. Yeah, I did all the I did all the Riddler shots. I did all the Gordon shots. Um I yeah, but mainly everything in the beginning of the trailer is what I did. A good portion of it. The cool yeah, And it was a lot of it was probably some of the hardest animation I've done. Just because like I had to mimic what the people what's already there i didn't have to think of it in my mind it was already there that's the hardest part that that is, is what a recreation is you know you, you 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 replicate the thing that the people did can we kick him from the podcast <laughs> you're stepping on my moment to shine trev 
Oh, sorry. Appreciate it. We've been trying for Sorry, I'll take a step back. It's, my like, bad. it's, my bad. it's so hard. It seems easy to recreate something. It's not. But, like, to recreate something with quality <laughs> is a lot harder than people think. Well, yeah. even, like, well, even taking stuff from reference is a challenge. Like, I've throughout, not not to step on anyone's toes here, but even, like, the, the stuff I've had to... Um, to animate like for assignments this year it's like they stress to do reference and animating from reference in itself is also challenging see but like with 2d animation you can just draw that that's true <laughs> with brick films you have to get the pieces and make it look like yeah. it fits like with well, Sam's yeah. crime scene stuff like Dude, it was a granted it is a lot of just brown bricks but like to get the lighting to match up like i mean i think it matches up pretty perfectly it really like, does my opinion um, um yeah. a lot of bricks like even though even though like the 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 gray lego pieces don't look like duct tape the way it's animated looks it looks and sounds the, like the duct sound tape. really helps uh, to amplify yeah. it it really does and like with like all the other shots in the trailer it's it's amazing what we were able to do like i think the funniest thing about recreations is like it's, i guess it applies to all brick films in general like what you see in camera and what you don't what you don't see like in camera, it looks like it's a huge set, but out of camera, it's literally like two, two plates and like three brick stuff yes. lights, and that's it. <laughs> but it yeah. works. I just think that's the funniest thing. And seeing like those behind the scene photos, like I, there was a lot of photos. <laughs> there was a lot of photos shared between the group chat that we had, and like especially with like Jeremy's stuff. There's like brick stuff lights stuck in like, you know, like clay to get the angle right, and it's just amazing what you, what you can do to to fool the audience yeah like i think i agree the jeremy like in the group chat everybody was like you don't have to build the entire set just build what the camera sees that's not the way my brain works Bingo. i had to i built the entire set <laughs> and i think that's what took the most time but the duct tape stuff well, was hard but i think the hardest shot for me to do personally was the hallway stuff where he's walking down the hallway Gordon. because it's not yeah it's not just he's walking there's a camera move too and i didn't have the equipment to actually do that so i had to freehand that with the uh uh the plate like the camera never moved it was all plate so i'd take the picture move it move take the picture move and it took me a good week and a half to uh to get that like to get that down like i was if you ask jared i was stressing so hard about that like i was on group chat i was crying i was freaking out because i couldn't get it and all it took was jeremy and i think uh who else was there somebody else was there i can't remember who exactly if i'm blanking i'm sorry um they were like you're doing you know like you're one of the first people to get their shots done you're fine but i still it's the way i work I was self-doubting myself. You, you, like you I was don't, losing. You don't sleep. cut yourself enough slack, man. You're. <laughs> oh, I know I don't. But dude, it was it was rough. Like it was hard, and I signed up for nine shots throughout the entire trailer. And what happened was, whenever the trailer, whenever they we agreed to start doing the trailer, they made a an Excel sheet with all the shots, and basically it was first come first serve. And I signed up for nine shots, so I got all the shots that I did. Plus three in the in the crime scene bulb in the or, uh, crime scene the jail shot with all the cops and then Batman and Gordon and they're all fighting that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I was originally supposed to do those, 
and I, I just couldn't do it. I was completely burnt out, and like like that's around the time I made my burnout video, so I was really feeling it. And I remember after the trailer was announced that we we're gonna recreate it, a bunch of other animators stepped in and started working with us, and. Jeremy messaged me and he goes, "Hey, I know you're still working on the crimes or on the uh, the prison bullpen stuff, but we've got this. We've got Brick Ranger, and he wants to take over these shots. Are you okay with that?" And I responded back with, "I don't want to be a whiny brat, but please, for the love of God, take these shots away from me." <laughs> and he did, and he turned out it turned out really good. And I was like, that looks so much better than I... But I was also burnt out at the time. So I wasn't like... My heart wasn't in it as much. Mm-hmm. But it was a good experience. Like I said, I got to meet and interact with a lot of the Brick Film Day guys. Um, even though this wasn't a Brick Film Day event, I still... There's still quite a few guys from that server that were helping with it. So it was just... It's a good... Like a co- the collaboration animation stuff is really good to bring the community together. It really and, is. Yeah. I think it's so also like a really cool thing, thing to... It's, it's a good little like little advertisement for like brick filming in general because like, granted, it's still like not a thing that people know about these days. I mean, it's like, oh, look at that little funny video on YouTube. But like when you <laughs> see this trailer, it's like, oh, wow. Man, these things got published by, you know, Screen Rant and uh, comicbook.com and, mm-hmm. you know, all the other media junkets. Um, so oh it's just, God. it's just, it's just really cool to, to see, especially like those, um, what was that channel called? The real guys, the, the, the real, real rejects. Yeah. The their, rejects. their reaction. It was, just, video. it was, it was just really cool to see their, their reaction video to, to the, to the art of, of stop motion animation. Cause they were like fully in and it was, they actually it was, it was, got it, which was super yeah. cool to see. And they, yeah. and they like explained like the different shots and they like really went in depth in their, um, reaction and it was it was just really heartwarming to see regular folks kind of react to that to the to the art yeah. form and it's it's just really cool and especially to see like somebody who doesn't dabble in it in whatever you know that art form is um it's it's nice it's it's nice to see someone else talk about it instead of seeing you know like the elites in the brick filming community talk about it instead because I guess that's that's I feel like if you make something like this, you kind of aim for those people to react to your brick film, but not yeah. people outside of the community. It's just really cool to see that. I wholeheartedly agree. I, I mean, at this time, the Batman teaser trailer has about forty-five thousand views and two point two k likes. So woo. that's no small feat right there. Hey, smash yeah. that like button. Smash <laughs> it. Absolutely. Don't forget no, to subscribe. I'll do it right now. There we go. Boom. Yep, absolutely. But I still stand by what I said. I think the collaborations is a good way to kind of get some uh, exposure and to kind of meet new people. So yeah, con- contests and collaborations are always tons of fun to um, what's the word to uh, participate in. And that's why we need to collaborate at some point. I know we, we've talked, we've been cooking up some ideas about mm. doing something like that. Uh, so we we got to get that. We gotta get that moving once uh, the rest of us are mm. uh, actually able to have time have for things. <laughs> there, there is, there is, there is one more thing I would say about the Batman trailer, and we can move on after this. But I think it's really cool mm. um, to see 
somebody like AJF Studios. His name's Andrew. Um, before this, you know, he shot on like a C920 webcam. Um, and he, I mean, he's kind of new to the community. I don't, I don't know how new, but like this year or last year maybe. Um, but he just got a DSLR before this. And so awesome. during like animation streams, we were kind of teaching him all about, you know, aperture and shutter speed and all of that. Oh, God. And his shots were like, so cool. were like some of those with, um, it's where Bruce like comes up on the motorcycle and there's that crowd of reporters around Gordon and the guy and the, the white oh, hair. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He, he did those shots and they, were, they look extremely good. And yeah, he just really put impressive. out like a like a like a scream scene re- recreation which i thought was really awesome it's just really cool to see youngsters kind of participate in something like this youngsters. and had their have their time to have their time to shine and kind of get exposure and i think now because of that he's kind of growing in the community when it comes to um presence and uh skill set i think so it's just really cool to see all that happening one Did of Jared these just say youngsters? youngsters youngsters I'm a youngster. Youngsters. Jeez. Ugh. Youngsters. I'm like, I'm like, That's true. One of these days, I'll actually participate in these collaborations, but I've kind of got another another thing on my plate. Uh, you got to finish school. the animation first. <laughs> you got to graduate. It's school. It's, school. it's, school. Like it's nothing seconds. else. Not, no, no, other, no other projects going on. It's just school. That's that's what I'm dealing with right now. Uh, a deal to die for should be that going was implied. On. That was Confirmed implied, Chris. Chris, that was Confirmed implied. Okay. Deal to die for is not happening. Yeah, it's 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 mm. it's never happening. <laughs> Hashtag no. a deal to die for is cancelled. Insert crab rave. Definitely the c- collaborations like the uh the Batman one and uh tribute to the Star Wars one, I feel like They've been gonna... they've been getting a lot of traction outside of just the Lego community, which I think is really cool to see. Um, I think that's just one of the cool things about doing something with Lego and having it like connected to an IP, and but that's even like more strengthened with the fact that it's like a recreation of the actual media itself. Um, that's true. That's true. yeah. So it's really cool stuff. Hey, what, were you, what were you just saying there, Marcus? Uh, I was gonna say it's definitely gonna impact like the whole entire brick filming history i feel like oh yeah totally There's, it's definitely yeah. going to start a trend is what i'm basically trying to say yeah i i would not deny i go dare say that we're kind of into it especially with the uh the star wars projects that brick film day was working on like those made waves yeah yeah like that is still the number one largest premiere stream i've seen for any brick film ever in the history of brick filming, which is so really cool. now, <laughs> which is amazing, yeah, yeah. Huh. And speak, which speaking of collaboration, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, you had you had the horrible segue by about two seconds, mm-hmm. but the point being, we got a smaller scale brick film community uh, collaboration called Holly Jolly Brickmas Twenty Twenty. Great name, which uh, Trev and I and our our pal Slotborg were all co leading it this year. So, in the footsteps of A Brick Film Christmas, the 25 Brick Films of Christmas, and the Brick Film Christmas Collab 2019, we are making a big old Christmas playlist of videos. So, if you want more information, we got a forum post on Bricks in Motion and a full news page on the Brick Filmers Guild site. So, go check that out. Uh, jump in our Discord if you'd like to, fill out the form, and uh, make, make a Christmas Brick Film. But don't release it before December 1st. 
or before the actual playlist that we're gonna put together. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty neat. It's gonna be really it's exciting. Be this is my first time actually like headlining a thing. I, I've I've judged a couple contests. I've like, been asked to um, judge a couple things, but this is like the first thing I've actually had to or had the pleasure of being one of the heads of so it's pretty pretty neat i'm very excited uh to see what everybody else is going to be able to cook up uh <laughs> yeah indeed and th- I mean, it's crazy christmas is coming holy like christmas... crap that's insane yeah. like feels like it was okay christmas you're not allowed yesterday. to play christmas music before december 1st this is about true. after this, this is this is this is very not true. after Thanksgiving. We need a cool down period. My very first December. Christmas brick. F- you guys. My very first Christmas brick film was about this very specific issue. <laughs> or the point or being, can, let's play in July. I, July is also acceptable. That's Christmas true. And that Marcus, mm. Marcus, you are killing me. You're you're low key killing me right now. Good. Well, we're... at least you're not as dead as Iron Man, so it's all good. Oh, oh my, my God! Gosh, <laughs> Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. You asked for oh, it. Oh man, that was that was, that was good. So if, if Marcus doesn't show up to the next episode, now you know why. Because <laughs> he's deader like, than Iron Man. Freaking timestamp this. <laughs> I guess we're down two hosts now. Speaking <laughs> of dead things, uh, do we want to talk about uh, the the uh, next topic we were going to get into? Uh, Dude, we are three for three on the horrible segue. We segways. are three for three. I should buy a lottery ticket. Exactly. <laughs> I love how you had to. I don't to get that segue at all. So recently, the five this of us horrible. on Discord, we were talking about uh, video games, uh, and in particular, how a lot of video games have been getting not only film but TV show adaptations as of recent. We've seen um, games like Cuphead, Halo, Assassin's Creed, The Witcher, um, Fallout uh detective pikachu and pokemon sonic like there's been a lot of stuff um that's been getting like the film and, and tv adaptation as a recent um and so we pur- we purposely decided to stop talking about it so we could leave a bit more discussion for the podcast here um so what are you your all's to actually I, I did. I, I wanted to talk about this because I think it is a really interesting topic to dive into. So so what are we all feeling about all this? Uh, especially considering uh, video game movies and shows have not really gotten a great rap in the past. Do you guys want me to just ruin your guys' whole night? Yes. Uh, go, go right ahead. Kick it off. I actually That's liked fun. the Assassin's Creed movie. Ooh. <laughs> I've never seen it, so I can't mention it. I never saw it. I heard not great Are things about serious, it. Are you serious, Sam? You gotta it's be joking, good. man. It's not good whatsoever. Oh my goodness, you gotta what? be joking, I thought it was Sam. good. The action was cool. The story was somewhat well, decent. Well, you also like The Last Crusade, What so, story? You know, Dude, Last Crusade's best ending <laughs> done We don't judge Dude, people here about Indiana Jones. Oh, Assassin's I do. Creed. Chris's favorite Actually, one is how, how dare you? Guys, guys. Guys, how guys, guys, how guys. dare you how dare you joke on the last crusade when Sean Connery just passed away? Uh, how dare oh you? Oh my! I For forgot shame, about that. Shroud. Oh, I bet you hurts. feel bad. I bet you Red, feel bad. Hashtag cancel suited ninja nerds. Mm. Hashtag cancel a deal to die for. It's already just canceled. Just cancel me. Just cancel suited ninja nerds. Just cancel frame one hundred guys. Just just cancel everything. Everything is everything is canceled. Including all of these we'll, video we'll game just, movies. Look, we'll just cancel our weakest twenty percent. Mm-hmm. But uh, sorry, Marcus. We have to let you. Here's go. the thing about the Assassin's Creed movie. <laughs> it looked kind of cool. 
But at the same time, the vast majority of it is Michael Fassbender just looking extremely clueless. Like he well, has no clue what's as going was on. I. To, to be <laughs> yeah. fair, to be fair, he didn't know what where he was or what was going on. He was just like, you're going in the animus. Be like, oh, cool. What's that? You'll find out. And then they lift him in the air. And then he's like, oh, look, I'm back in the Spanish Inquisition. I'd be confused too. Nobody so like, there's the so Spanish much Inquisition. exposition dump that it's very... <laughs> like, what kills me about it is that the game expects you to be clueless as you go through it and you discover it. One of the biggest draws of the Assassin's Creed games is that you get to explore this incredibly... Well, not entirely accurate, but surprisingly like dedicated, accurate environment and you piece together the clues yourself. Instead of trying to adapt it in a way with film, where you want to uh, use things such as visual audio cues, story hints, foreshadowing, clever dialogue, etc., it basically boiled it down to exposition dumps. So Michael Fassbender's like, what am I doing here? What's going on? Wait, I'm not Magneto? What the heck? <laughs> it just got so just jarring. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you're killing me here. I never saw it. I can't comment on it. Um, I I can definitely comment on um, <laughs> Detective Pikachu because, in my opinion, that's probably one of the most successful uh, video game film adaptations I've seen. Um, I'm, I'm pretty only sure because it is of the Ryan most Reynolds. One. <laughs> it's not though. Uh, financially, Sonic is, which hurts me because oh, I think Sonic I has about that. Yeah. Sonic has a horrible. Oh God, they don't. They make the main character the most unenjoyable part of the film in my personal opinion but uh okay to be honest hang on quick inventory here who watched sonic and who actually liked it what if i told you i haven't seen either (laughs) say i I haven't seen i haven't seen what if i told you i don't watch movies (laughs) i mean oh i do i just (laughs) watch good movies we're off to a horrible start here so well, don't like, watch Spider-Verse. I've, I've seen it. a fair amount of Sonic. I can't remember no. why I didn't finish it. I know how it ends, obviously. But, like, if you love Sonic, and if you're one of those people who draws your Sonic OCs on DeviantArt at, like, 9 or 10 years old, then this movie's definitely for you. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. It captures everything that people like about the game and the characters to a T. And I think that's why it did so well. It's because it knew uh, what it was and it didn't try to be anything pretentious. I mean, I was there for Assassin's Jim. Creed I was there for Jim Carrey. Like, let's be real. I was there from, for Jim Carrey, and yeah. that was it. Uh, I mean, because, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. He played there's, Eggman. Yeah. There's just nothing about Dude, Sonic that really like, attracts me to it. Like, it, I never nothing, grew like, up on it. Yeah, like, it's I not that. Like, it's just like whenever I'm like, I, I don't. I guess it's on HBO Max or something. I don't know what it's on. I don't think it's HBO on anything yet. It's got to be on streaming by now. Well, it, even if I'm like on one of those apps, I'm not going to be like, you know what? I'm going to watch Sonic tonight. Like, it hasn't gotten to me yet. Like, I just haven't felt like it. It's just not one of those movies where I'm like, you know what? I have to see this. I think, no. like, the overall reaction, like, especially from, like, the the fan reaction to the first trailer, and then they're like, oh, we're going to change the design of it. I think that kind of like just turned me off from it because it's like, oh, this fandom is just like not for me as well. I forgot. That was a whole thing it's in not, itself, man. It that really was, isn't. I, like, on one hand, I very much respect them for wanting to be more true to the character. But on another hand, how do you screw it up so bad from the get-go? Like, that's just... That's, oh. that's why video game movies have gotten such a bad rap. Like, I really do think it was a publicity stunt. To, like... Ever heard... <laughs> Of a little thing called Doom Annihilation. No, we don't. We don't, we don't go there, us. Chris. We don't go there. 
there was going there, there was one shot in that movie that because I thought was kind of cool. Because this is the cool. perfect description that, of what you're talking about. God, just dead on perfect. No, 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 not not Doom. New, Doom Annihilation, not not Doom. You're thinking of the the Rock movie. I'm thinking of both. No, I'm talking. Of I'm Trev. thinking of both, but wait. It's a very <laughs> oh wait, wasn't Annihilation <laughs> the one that came out in 2015 that has like literally? Okay, yeah. Let's step back for a yeah, second. Let's, so some, Doom was back in 2005, and so this took uh, place around the time of Doom Three, which was kind of the weaker of the games. So way back when Doom was known for a really fast paced, super violent. Just in-your-face FPS gameplay. Is that the Doom one on The Rock? did not do too well with doing yes. that. <laughs> yep, and The Rock, he basically ran with that idea where... I think he was supposed to be like the Doom Slayer, but then he was nowhere even close, and then Carl Urban freaking kills him. Why is Wait, Billy Carl Butcher's Urban's scared? in the movie like, too? Dwayne Johnson goes crazy. In it. It's what? I have to watch this now. Yeah. I haven't seen this in like 15 years. It's like... It's horrible. It's on Netflix, I think. <laughs> Really? I, I will say I, it, I give them oh, credit for the single scene. I, I give them credit for the single scene I saw on YouTube uh, where they actually go into like the FPS uh, like mode. Uh, like it's, no. it's it's ironically funny. <laughs> Chris Chris has died in his See, seat. Kills me. <laughs> We've ruined Chris. This does kill me, and here's why: because with that scene, it has nothing to do with anything in the movie. <laughs> I'm talking about it doesn't even match the gameplay of Doom. It really does. One doesn't. of the things that Doom is known for is that it's just fast as hell, pardon the pun. <laughs> and so having that kind of slow, just meandering with Carl Urban and the, like the not BFG, that's not the BFG, it's a, it's a crappy looking gun. They could put, the one scene that should have embodied the way that the game is played in movie form was so awfully butchered. <laughs> and they, were, they weren't even demons, Billy they were just basically zombies. Ooh, that was a good one, Chris. Thank you for I'll opening you that. that for me. Yeah. <laughs> thing is, Doom oh, Annihilation so is worse because they barely hinted their demons, yeah, but they also replaced the Doom Slayer with some generic antagonist that was supposed to just check off like demographics for putting butts in seats. And on top of that, just... Oh, where do I begin? Where do I begin? <laughs> okay, let's shift here to... Let me I, wrap I, I this think... up into one big, nice package for you. So in the same way that Sonic originally started with something that was just so off-concept to the original game, but was eventually able to turn it into something great, the Doom movies succeeded in taking the bare bones of the FPS perception, but had nothing in comparison to the actual games. Mm. So... That just made me absolutely sad. And I could go on for hours, but we got things to do. Well, that's why I think Detective Pikachu is as successful as it is, because it, it, it knows the, the character. Uh, and I haven't played the actual Detective Pikachu game, but, like, you know, it's just Detective Pikachu as a character is this, this like, you know, wise-talking uh, detective character. And they make it very fun with Ryan Reynolds uh, doing the voice for the character. Um, you know, you feel very engrossed in this world, which is like full of Pokemon. And I just think that that's really cool because that's one, that's one massive gripe that I have with video game movies is for some reason, all of these films and it's the films in particular, they, they want to take the characters that are like our main protagonists and then have all of the video gaming stuff go into the real world and not have 
any of the real world stuff like our protagonists going into the video game world which just makes no sense to me because i feel like had sonic gone into the world of sonic um like you actually go to green hill zone and you spend a majority of the film there i feel like that would be vastly more interesting than just oh look guys we're in san francisco for the uptillionth time that you've seen a movie in general um same with Assassin's Creed. It's all like, you know, Michael Fassbender. We're just going to... He's in the real world, but we're going to throw him back in time. Um, we're not going to just entirely engross you in that character who lives in that era. Um, I just... I hate it so much. And I think that's why Detective Pikachu is as successful as it is. Is because it puts you into the world of Pokemon. Um, that let it me is aided by the fact that Pokemon was a show. So I go for Marcus. Let me blow all your minds. We all know this one movie, and Lego ha did, or did have Lego sets. Prince of Persia: The Sands of Time. That's true. Oh, that's a that that's is a low key, low key underrated movie. Just I like, actually haven't seen it. I really want to. Didn't what? Didn't that's actually, actually like the movie I saw. I, really I didn't. I didn't even realize that, that was Jake. Yeah, George. I watched. It. I didn't realize it was, it was even Jake Gyllenhaal until recently. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, it's Jake Gyllenhaal. He plays Destin. Yeah. I never knew. <laughs> also, <laughs> like, also the Lego sets are pretty dope. I ain't gonna lie to you either. They like, are. I mean, figures. it's, oh, it's where parts for my sick fig come from. They're great sets. Yeah. Wait, what? Seriously? Bring, bring, bring. Bring uh, Prince of Persia back. Oh, is that please. where the pants come yeah, from? Yeah, it's where the pants come from. I I, uh, no. I have multiple of, of the Destan figure, and I love it so much. It's great. So. Really? Same you have multiple way. of that figure? So I have yeah, those I do. pants. Mm -hmm. So you have <laughs> multiple, multiple pale chest? Oh, God, yeah, I do. Hey, dude, send one my way. I'll take it. All right. I, I did give one to Sam, I remember. That, 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 uh... He needed, because the face is incredibly similar to uh, Indiana Jones. For some reason, they they made Indiana Jones and Dis Destan look virtually identical. Um, so, which is really weird. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get it. Um, so, okay, the one other thing I think that was mentioned when we had our discussion before was uh, when adapting a video game into a like film media. I think we talked about uh, what works best a show or a movie um who's on which side of that argument i'm, I'm interested it, to see here it it like we said before it depends on the game really because like I, was, I think me and chris agreed that halo would work better as a show rather than a film yeah because uh, mm -hmm. it's just there's such it's just a huge world that you can't really explore in two hours like i guess you could do like a mission but like there's not enough backstory or enough like just en enough explanation for everything unless you know everything going into it which i know most people usually do but like if you're trying to expand to more broad audiences a tv show would work best for halo as a franchise but again it depends on the game because like i think chris said that portal was one that could work as a film because it's a very broad yeah. give us your argument let me <laughs> well I'm going to first back up what Jared said. I think of Halo ODST. A large part of the game is that you have a squad of six people, but each different mission is from the perspective of a different teammate. And all those missions are wound together by your main guy, Rookie, trying to piece together what happened. 
So your hub world is basically you go around the city following clues, and each time you get to a clue, you play the level in which the character associated with that clue was in a tense situation. So that would definitely make for a very good show. Trying to do that into a movie would be so repetitively annoying. <laughs> I think Portal would definitely be a good one for a movie because the story is pretty linear, I'd say. Yeah. Or condensed. Yeah, I'd say that. Uh, the chapters are really just there for save points. There isn't a whole lot that changes in between. It follows a pretty solid three-act structure, almost even marked down to where the Aperture Labs are in. But one that would definitely have to be a show to work would be Half-Life 2. <laughs> and even the original Half-Life. But I'm going to focus on Half-Life 2 for a bit because that one is critically acclaimed as amazing. Each chapter of the game is so uniquely different in terms of setting, challenges, characters, etc. Trying to cram it all into a two-hour movie would be a crime. Like You go from one level where it's peaceful in the complex and you get to play around with the gravity gun and it's fairly light and upbeat. And the next thing you know, you have to make your way through this uh, alien zombified town, the infamous Ravenholm, which actually I made a brick film about. Hey. And right after Ravenholm is all said and done, now you're back on the uh, now you're back on the wa- uh, water, and you're gonna uh, run over to the next fortress. And the next thing you know, you're making a giant road trip to get away. And I think all those sudden transitions for all the different scenes would be horrible in a movie. It would kill your pacing. But an episode based off each chapter of Half Life, dude. The Ravenholm episode would be amazing. <laughs> it would be the ultimate like survival horror. And I, I want to see someone play Father Gregory. That guy is too funny. <laughs> well, Sam, how, how, how are you feeling about uh, this Fallout show that's uh, in the works at Amazon? I haven't really been following it too much. I know they announced it, but that's a bit about it. I mean, that's me. that's I've been... literally all they did. Like, Have you got yeah. hopes for it? Hopes, terrors? Uh... I think Man, it could dude. be it's done... Got... See, I only played Fallout 3, Fallout 4, and then I'm just, I'm currently playing Fallout 76. So I don't know, like, the heretic. I don't don't know the whole (laughs) lore behind it, but I know a good chunk of it. So it'll be interesting where it plays out. If it's going to be, like, set before Fallout 3, or if it's going to be set, like, during that time, and where it's, like, there's, the whole lore of Fallout is very weird, and it's very complicated but it's it, i'm wondering where it's going to be set like what part of the country is going to be set in um washington dc boston or is it going to be set on the east coast even the you know midwest Put so it i don't in DC know what... so that we can marcus and i can go help out with the filming of it because <laughs> we're we're near that area so <laughs> anyway Plus, isn't, to some degree, Fallout fairly open-ended in what you're able to do? Oh, yeah, there is. There are rough story beats and missions, but Fallout 76 is, like, a big sandbox. Yeah, Yeah, so even with Fallout, it's it's a big sandbox. You get to decide what... There's, like, multiple factions you can join. Like, I think in Fallout 4, there was, like, three, four major factions you could join. And then the game... The game just progressed at whichever side, and you could make decisions for yourself. And it just mm-hmm. Fallout's just a weird game. So I'm I have hopes, but I'm very cautious on how they're gonna approach it. Yeah, you know? but it's being just, sh- it's being ran by um, Jonathan Nolan and his wife, the same people who did Westworld as well. So that's right. I got yeah. I got high hopes for it. Mm. Which is promising. I think. Then I would argue that sandbox games, you're more likely to make a better movie because you're not constrained to the story beats presented by a 
an interactive experience. Yeah, like the narrative. That one, you basically can take lore, and as long as you have a good story from a scriptwriting perspective, you can't go too wrong. I think, well, with Fallout, the the thing with Fallout that people always, like, people are mad about Fallout 76 because Fallout, the stories (laughs) are very heavily involved in Fallout games. And they're very dark. Like, extremely, like, the whole premise behind the whole vault system, for those of you that don't know, it's the government. It's the government paid Vault Tech be like, here's some social experiments. Like one was, I think it was in Fallout New Vegas. I think I'm gonna get corrected in the comments, but <laughs> it was. Um, there the overseer, the person that controls the vault. One person had to be sacrificed every year to keep the vault running, or else the food would stop, the water would stop. You know, all this stuff would stop, so one person had to be sacrificed. And this vault decided, okay, it's going to be the overseer. And so it became like a big, uh, oh shit, like a big um, campaign to see who was going to get overseer and they would get sacrificed. Well, after they, after like, I think it was like 11 years of doing this, they all decided they didn't want to, they didn't want to kill the overseer anymore. They didn't want to do it. And literally, the vault tech was like, congratulations, you didn't kill the vault overseer. The vault doors will now open, and you are free to come and go as you please. And it's stuff like that. Like, it's social experiments. Like, another one in Fallout hmm. 4. And, I, like, this all is, it's like I said, they're very dark stories. So I feel like if they do that correctly with the series, it'll please a lot of fans. But the Fallout fan Fallout fandom is very judgmental about their about Fallout. Like they <laughs> have hated Fallout for like years because the stories weren't what they wanted. They praised Fall or uh, Fallout New Vegas. So I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna react. I'm pretty excited. I think it, it could it could be pretty good. Yeah. But I'm just a casual fan. I'm not a yeah. hard. Anyway. I think no matter what happens, Todd Howard's just going to take their money. That's true. <laughs> now, okay, he does so, like that money. So now that um, we have all these like new, uh, this new wave of all these like films and shows coming, like are I guess each of us is there like any game that we would love to see adapted in a way like that that hasn't been announced already? Heavy Rain. That's a good question. Heavy Rain. Oh gosh. That, Yo, I, that would I be super cool if you could actually get, like, a, uh, you know, if they did, like, the Bandersnatch, uh, Black Mirror Bandersnatch sort of approach where you could actually, like, choose your own adventure. That'd be so cool, I feel. I mean, Jared, do you agree with me? Hmm. Heavy Rain? I would, yes. Heavy Rain is very, I would love David Fincher to do Heavy Rain. <laughs> oh, my God, that's, yes. Yeah, that's, just, that would, that's just the perfect combination in my, in my mind. Mm-hmm. It really uh, is. I'm trying to think of one. That's that's tough because I don't really play a lot of, like you know, double A or single A, you know, games that aren't like brand IPs. Yeah. So I got I, I got to think about it because oh, on okay, this is gonna sound terrible, but honestly, I really like be very interested in seeing like a Fortnite movie, like and seeing how that's some how that's adapted. No. But that's the thing. I actually like, would agree with that. <laughs> It's no. It'd be a train wreck. It's very it'd be so it much would. fun. <laughs> it's very Maze Runner like or very Hunger Games like. Oh my like, god, no! <laughs> I think you could do something very interesting with it and kind of. I don't know. I think 
It's something it, that could be explored, but it'd probably be bomb. So, no worries. Yeah. I oh, wonder I if bomb. a satirical Fortnite movie would work. No, no, no. Because I'm going to be Will savage Smith. for a second. Hire Will the Smith average 10-year-old <laughs> will not understand satire. Still be like, man, Fortnite, default dance, and floss. But if you write it well enough to where they just don't care, and you make it a satire of, like, the loot box grinding gaming yeah. game, that yeah. could be the greatest ever. Dude, I, I think that would that would just be a great YouTube video. Man, like, I, I would I would do something like a... Like a like nah, I a, think they'd make a good movie. Like a horror comedy <laughs> kind of thing. Oh, my God. Where you... Like, like, I just like, want to see the you, battle bus and dude, see how, like, get, people... You, you, you kind of right go that. into that the movie where it's like, oh, look at them doing these default dances. These guys are so funny. And while this guy is doing a default dance, he just gets bl- his head sniped right off, and it's just gory as heck. I think that'd be... And you know who Dude, shoots that'd be that hilarious. sniper? You know who shoots that The Black sniper? Knight. It's Keanu Reeves. Oh, yeah. Keanu, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> John Wick, let's go. And then the Avengers show up, and then and then you have a fight between all of them. Oh, okay, God. all right, hear but me out. You That's, see, you hear how is, ridiculous that is? This is just begging for hear, satire. Hear me, out, hear me out. Okay, so you take Ready Player One and like how it combined all the IP into that one battle scene. Oh, my God. And you do it for Fortnite. <laughs> See now, would it oh would would, would would it be an animated? So would it be a show or a? F- no, we said it would be a film. Uh, would it be animated or would it be live action? That's, oh, I, th- that's I the think real I think you do live action because that would be more scarier if you see like someone's head. It would be blown scarier, off. totally. Yeah. I mean, I think you. <laughs> you know what? I think I you do, you could do like a Ready Player One where it's like real life and then goes into like a really high quality CGI. A, a virtual world. Yeah. yeah. Huh. You know what I want to see as a film? Among Us. Oh yes. my god. <laughs> That's basically that the thing. Perfect. Oh, I did do one. I mean, it's basically it's Knives thing. Out in Space. Oh yeah, the thing. <laughs> it's the thing. It is. That's so funny. Yes. It's the thing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. you're right. Duh. It, it is also the, the thing. The original, the original John Carpenter sort of one, alien. Yeah. It's also kind of alien if you really think about that it. Very but true. That's a topic for other uh, times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like yeah. we gotta see who's faking tests though, and we gotta see the other crew members trying to vote each other off. Oh jeez. We gotta play more well, of that. In Discord, no one can hear you scream. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it. What about what about you, Chris? I have no <laughs> I'm thinking here. I mean you talked about the Half Life too, so I think Half Half Life would be great, particularly because you know the first game with the first game is great, but it certainly doesn't look all that good later. So much so that there was a fan recreation called Black Mesa, which its sole goal was just to try and make it look like it was more coherent with Half Life Two. Yeah, but I think the whole Half Life series can make for an amazing TV show. Uh, I I would love to see something Halo related. I know Neil well, Blomkamp did some demo tests. There, yeah. there is a Halo awesome. show going. Like they're they're working on that for stars. I think. Oh wait, yeah, they are still going on that. Yeah, I have. <laughs> I don't, I don't have high bad. hopes for that though. It's been a development I, hell for the longest time yeah. at this point. <laughs> what also kills me is that we're no longer in the era era of Bungie Halo, which was the original trilogy, ODST, and Reach. We're now in the era of three four three Halo, which is Halo Four, Halo Black Guardians. <laughs> And Halo infinitely delayed. <laughs> Halo it's infinite. not a good look. Yeah. yeah. 
No, I could I could go into a whole rant about how three four three has failed to understand Halo at its most basic concepts. We will let you record like, that like any and sort of that as a as a separate segment for our yeah. listeners. To it'll be like a three hour frame one hundred video or something. Yeah, it'll, <laughs> it'll be fantastic. Oh, I'm sure. But like, if if a Halo show were coming while Bungie was still working on it, I think it'd be fine. But now three four three is working on it. They had better show that they have they are competent with Halo Infinite. Otherwise, I think the franchise is dead. Well, I think you're dead. I, I have no time. opinions on the matter. Here, I am dead. Honestly. I'm dead inside. It's like 90, 90% uh, of these games I've never even played. I, I just know a good chunk yeah. about them. Well, I know. I don't want any more Doom movies. That's <laughs> dumb. Stop it. It's but, terrible. I don't want to watch somebody tear apart demons. I want to tear apart demons What myself. if The Rock announces like next week Doom? What would what, what it be? Doom 2 or Doom 3? The movie in, in the, the movies, movie. yeah. I don't know. The, it has, is there two Doom movies, or is it just one? Well, they're not connected okay, at all. An... In fact, f- fun story: id Software, when asked about whether or not they were helping out Doom Annihilation, they said on their official Twitter, "quote We're not involved with the movie." Smart. So that's how you knew that Annihilation was doomed. It's doomed. Ah, <laughs> fun fully intended. Fun fully intended. Oh my god! But, uh, to beat that horse just one last time before I move to something else. Like I say, Doom Eternal, with the way it's able to integrate story with just fierce gameplay and without spoiling how much storyline they're able to cram into a quick DLC, I don't want a movie. <laughs> I'm, I'm done with done movie, Doom movies. Go away. What I'd love, would love to see, though, because I literally have nothing to lose, would be a Destiny movie. Because Destiny's story is garbage. I know people are going to cancel me over this. I will argue to the grave. But I do think a Destiny movie could actually take the bits of story that they sprinkled around <laughs> and actually make something useful out of it. Yeah, we're getting two hosts. But then again, today. I might be asking too much from Bungie these days. Bungie really fell flat after Reach. <laughs> Someone take over, please. Uh, well, for me, uh, for my pick, um, I honestly would absolutely love it. It's been something that a lot of people have talked about for a long time. Give us a Ghibli animated Zelda show. I think that would be absolutely amazing. I'm not much of an anime person. I, I've 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 watched a good number of like Ghibli films. Um, I've never watched any. The only show, coincidentally, uh, a- the only anime show I've actually attempted to watch was Castlevania, which was another uh, a- another video game adaptation, uh, which has been pretty successful from what I've heard. Um, one of these days, I'll actually get around to finishing that show, but. I would love to see uh, like Netflix or something go all in on a Gib- at least a Ghibli style animated Breath of the Wild or uh, Majora's Mask, Ocarina of Time. Like, nah, it, I guess it wouldn't even have to be like a direct um, retelling of one of the older games. Like, do something completely new. Um, like, I think that would be super cool because. Uh, I think with a lot of Nintendo's IP, seeing that stuff animated is going to be a much better route than trying to do it in live action. Um, Zelda especially. I remember there were rumors that Tom Holland might sign on to play Link in a live action show for Netflix. Brawl. And, Brawl. and I Don't just... Don't do this to me. I hate that so much. <laughs> like As much as I love Tom Holland as an actor, um, I just... Oh, God. that I hate that's the sound of that so much. 
Like he's already got the, he's already playing Nathan Drake. He doesn't need to be any other video game film characters. Let's let's be real here. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with Legend of Zelda. As long as they don't post it on April 1st and it's a trailer but IGN, <laughs> I don't want to see that again. I, that, like, I hate that, IGN like, so, so much for that. high. <laughs> yeah. The, I, I also just remember they're doing another Mortal Kombat movie and I... Yeah, I feel like that one is going to be, like, so self-aware. Uh, it, it, it has to know what it is and just how stupid and, like, gory. You are telling me the first one didn't know what it are. was? Have you seen the first what one? What was that? Have you oh, seen no, the first Oh, no, I know, the, like, the first... I know the first movie is really bad, but, it like... It knew I think exactly what it was. Oh, it did? Okay, I haven't seen it, yeah. so... Uh, yeah. I, I just know people didn't like it very much. Um, and those people speaking. were crazy, because that movie is... Super fun to watch. The moral, I mean, the theme. Are you kidding me? I w- I would sing it right now, but I would embarrass myself. Sam Sam will die uh, in his grave. No, with uh, this this opinion at hand. <laughs> yeah. So, it, but it is really cool seeing My that goodness. so many different films are getting, or so many different games are getting this new uh, adaptation treatment. Um, some to variably okay success. Others, most of them, not so much. <laughs> Chris, some of them. Chris is decompressing. So, according to IMDb, Doom Annihilation was not allowed to use any story or source from Doom 2016 or mm. on. <laughs> let's go to our thought-provoking question, please. Yes, let's move on. So, <laughs> before I have I think an I want to keep it video game centric. So, I think my Ooh, my question would be we have Jared back and we've got a TPQ from I, I don't him. think I've asked this or anybody's asked this before but like I guess my question would be if you could put yourself if you could Jumanji yourself into a game and like <laughs> in, in a game world what like franchise would that be like you could be in you know Halo you could be in uh Fortnite <laughs> you could be in Doom I guess <laughs> So which one would you pick? I think we've done this question. I think we've done this question with movies, uh, but not with games. Yeah. So I think we're I think okay. We're good. good. <laughs> um, I can go ahead and go. Heavy rain. Uh, <laughs> in the world, <laughs> you're just in the world. You're not. You're not the character. Just in the world, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you're just. You're basically like. You're basically like guy and Skyrim. Free guy. <laughs> guy Skyrim. and free guy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm so excited Skyrim. for that movie. <laughs> Skyrim. Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Because you can be anything you want in that game. You can be a sellsword. You can be a magician. You can be a werewolf, a vampire. You can be anything you want. I would definitely be the merchant that sells cabbages all the time. But <laughs> Are you sure that's not Avatar? Be, cabbages. It would be cool. Though in the game, there, there's a there's a merchant that's like, you want some cabbages? Be like, no. I have like 5,000 in my backpack that I'm just going to drop. <laughs> but, yeah. So Skyrim, so you, you fancy a really broken conversation with someone and then, and then walking into a wall and just not knowing where you're going? <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. That's, I, 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 that's actually a fun pick. I, I haven't played Skyrim, but one of these days. It's fun. Um, legacy, it's like a, one of those legacy games that I feel like everyone's got to play at some point, so... Say, okay, that was a long silence. 
<laughs> I don't know why we had a long pause right there. But, um, man, uh, I guess for me, I'm going to steal this from Trev. I'm pretty sure Trev and I are on the same page here. Uh, I'm on a different page here. I'm on a different page here. Yeah, you're, you're, oh, you're, you're on a different page? You're good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I either pick the Legend of Zelda series or the game that I'm currently playing right now. Oh, God. Which, yeah. <laughs> Genshin Impact. I find this story really, really well done so far. Except for the gotcha, because the rates are just horrible. We hate, got- we hate gotcha games. Gotcha games are the freaking worst. Ooh. Okay, Chris, your turn. I just want to let it sink in that Marcus mentioned Genshin Impact. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. There's there's many. JK, there's, love you, Marcus. There's many things wrong with it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all the games that I mentioned, I don't want to be in any of those. Why not Doom? It sucks if you're not. You don't want to be the character. Doom Slayer? Come on. I mean, I guess. I want to be the Doom Slayer. I, I guess if you were I in that world, I would be the Doom Slayer. But with my luck, I'd yeah. be the Doom Intern from the Ancient Gods. If you if you were in that world, you'd probably end up accidentally becoming one of the the Slayees of the Slayer. Uh, so that 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 could that could prove a bit troublesome. <laughs> Look, let me dissect it this way while I buy whoever hasn't answered yet some time. So. In Doom, you're, you're either going to be one of the demons and you get killed, you're going to be one of the makers and you get killed, <laughs> you're going to be one of the UAC uh, cultists who get killed, or you'll be one of the UAC interns who are like the wimpiest, shrimpiest <laughs> little nerds to run the joint. Like, every scene they're in the, uh, the Doom Slayer's going to be like, oh my gosh, it's, it's him. him. Uh, sir, um, uh, you, you need to be very careful taking Samuel Hayden out of that tank. And then the Slayer's just like rips him just out. Because... <laughs> The nerdy interns, like, no one cares about them. But, uh, tangents aside, I think a game where I would love to be in, in any capacity, would be No Man's Sky. Because you would basically just be exploring space as long as you want, as far as you want. It'd be pretty sweet. Oh, yeah, space guy over here. I forgot about that. (laughs) Exactly. Fun fact, when I first started playing No Man's Sky, so I was hanging out with my friends over at Legoverse. Uh, y'all know Josh. Josh Deck. Yes. He's like, yeah, you know... We'll have to do like a multiplayer round so we can teach you the ropes because the first level is going to be pretty hard. And I'm like, no, I'm sure I'll be fine. I drop in. I drop in on this just radiation-soaked planet. <laughs> As in, you walk outside and your suit's going, error, 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 error. It's just, it's harsh. And he's all, you're doomed. Huh? What Josh and our audience and you guys might be unaware of is that my field of research is radiation-tolerant space computing. <laughs> so I know a thing or two about radiation, and I pulled from my background of radiation in space to try and figure out how to navigate this planet, get my suit back up and running, get a ship built together, and eventually leave. All without Josh and Javier's help. So what you're telling me is that you could have potentially saved Iron Man from the space radiation from the snap. Marcus, I swear. <laughs> See, everybody's not, everybody's trying I'm to play chess. I'm not ready to send you some space Chris radiation. Is 4D chess. Chris is like on another level when it comes to literally any aspect. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, I guess Some, uh, someone needs to make fun of Marcus. We'll get this chain going where everybody makes fun of at least somebody. Exactly. I call dibs on Trev. It's a circle, so. All right, uh, I guess it's Circle time to get crucified for my selection here. Um, you say, say what I, I think you're going to say. Yeah. Um, Splatoon. If 
You're supposed to let me say it, Sam. Oh my! Goodness. I hate you. Why would you do this to me? He's say it. I didn't. I didn't. He's I didn't say, say it. yours for you. Jesus. Um. Yes. I. Uh. Considering it's my favorite game franchise ever. Uh. I and there's so many like pockets within that game universe that they don't fill in that if you were able to live within that world you could fill in yourself is so cool um i mean not only do i like just love the aesthetics of the game but uh like you know you get to shoot people all the time and you get to like swim around and 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 buy cool clothes and everything like it's 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 a fairly bare bones uh society that they're all in um insert joker joke here um but like it's it's a really fun i think it'll be a really fun world to go and live in um and then you got all like the hero mode uh single player stuff on top of that too where you get to be like this undercover agent taking down this giant underground organization of uh enemy octopus people like oh that'd be so cool um that's that's my pick uh, I was I was like, is there an actual storyline to this? And then uses there is. Like, well, oh, okay, it it takes cool. a similar approach to Doom in terms of how it like does its like lore and backstory. Where like you you play through a single player campaign and you just find pages within the levels, um, and those kind of just fill in these weird pieces of lore for the game. Because the game it, it's built in a way where they don't focus on lore very much, but. Um, I, uh, I love those games so much. I'd, I'd love to live in that world. It'd be so cool. <laughs> I do find it entertaining that you compared Doom and Splatoon. It's it's a fun comparison, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it's entertaining. It, it's it's, exa- it's entertaining. exactly like uh, like Animal Crossing and Doom and everything that happened with that. <laughs> I will say one thing, uh, though, about a lot of this, especially because of my love for FPS games. I think there has to be this understanding as you're adapting and as you're experiencing games that you cannot immediately equate an interactive experience with a audience experience mm-hmm. so some of these games work perfect with that transition others not, not at so all. much not at all <laughs> yep as we have seen evidenced by many of the movies so far too, too many times but hey if sonic can like not suck Maybe some other ones can, like, he, not he suck. He still sucks, let's be real. There we go. Uh, it, it, you gotta come up with more clever dialogue than just bathroom That's humor. That's true. Come on. Let's let's be real. <laughs> okay, we set the bar low, but at least the bar is no longer... At least there's a bar, I Assassin's guess. Creed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, huh. on that note, hopefully hopeful, but somewhat somber... Thank you for listening to this episode of the Frame 100 Podcast. If you have any thoughts on any of the topics we discussed today, please leave a comment or tag us on Twitter with hashtag Frame100Podcast. We'd also like to thank Lots of Toast for the awesome theme music. Please go check out his channel and support his work. If you want to hear more from us, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Until then, stay tuned for our next episode, and keep brick filming.